You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. Welcome to It's My Money. It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth. And Brenthurst Wealth has been voted South Africa's top boutique wealth manager 2023. And today I'm speaking to Ruan Britt. And Ruan sent this piece. And the headline is, it was published in Daily Investor, I think it is. But anyway, it was published on a website. And the headline is, Fundsmith no longer wants to deal with South African investors. Ruan is with me now. And it says here, you guessed it, the buzzword of the year in the South African financial arena for 2023, grey listing, and perhaps also for years to come. Please expand on this, please, Ruan. And welcome, by the way. Thanks, Lindsay. It's a pleasure speaking to you. Yes, that's correct. I think we had a discussion earlier this year on this topic as well. And I think the previous time we, we spoke about this was before we were actually grey listed and, and the, the, all the odds were stacked against us. There were some local market commentators that said we won't be grey listed. And we were just, as, to, as a matter of fact, 100% convinced that we will be grey listed. All the signs were there, the writing was on the wall. And, you know, I could see that the, the rand burst out even before the official announcement and that was basically for us the, the dead giveaway that that we were about to be named on the grey list and uh, as you can imagine the grey list is not something that you want to be named on and yeah there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of obvious reasons uh, but the main reasons for for this happening to the, to the South African financial landscape is because of the mismanagement of, of various key financial aspects on, on local fronts, you know, whether it be the government, you know, that's well-renowned for being uh, professional corruptions, if I can call it that. Um, yes. So, so yeah, we were we were quite convinced that it would, that it would play out and eventually it did. And unfortunately, it was to the detriment of many local, uh, many locals uh, in terms of personal finances and also from a business perspective. I read an article, first of all, from a chap called Andrew Harding, BBC correspondent to Africa for 19 years, based in South Africa. And he was being interviewed on television based on that article. And he said, South Africa is a spectacular country with some fantastic people. But he wanted to get away from Africa because after the initial exuberance when Mr. Mandela, the late Mr. Mandela, was released from prison and uh, democracy came to South Africa, which was nearly 30 years ago, three decades ago. And since that optimism, it's become pessimism again. And this chap, this Englishman, uh, loves Africa, loves South Africa in particular, but has gone to Paris because he couldn't take it anymore. And it's a very difficult thing. And I think 30 years is quite a long time. It's more than a generation. And in fact, we've gone backwards. And it seems to me that investors have also gone backwards in their attitude towards South Africa, Ruin. Yes, that's spot on, Lindsay. And that's also, you know, you don't have to look very far to see the signs, you know, and as I refer to the writing on the wall, so to say, first of all, there's two things that are picked up. Um, one, one of them has been coming along for quite a while and the other is now only recently starting to to rear his head, and the first is the the number of delistings, um, delistings. If, if you misheard, yes, uh, on the JSE on, on our local on our local stock exchange. Um, you know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we've gone in the last six to seven years. I think we went from just over 550 uh, listings on the JSE to I think we're right now just over the 300 mark. So in fact, we've almost halved 
in a number of businesses that's, that's officially publicly listed in South Africa, which is the one thing that you know that, that paint the full picture to you. And then the second thing is the the general local market sentiment, not from the man on the street or the consumer, but from the, the overall market commentators, the local economists, the local financial writers, uh, most of them have been quite quite a bullish on the local economy over the last 10 years, where after more or less the 2010 FIFA World Cup that we held in South Africa, you know, there was this, you know there was a, a big uh, positive upside and uptick in South Africa, and, and there was just a good feel about everything. And since then, the picture started to change quite soon, well, quite quickly, actually. And for, for a long time, and so the, there are still some of them, but for a long time, the, the majority of local uh, financial journalists and local economists continue to paint the picture that everything's 100 percent and everything's going well and local, you know, local is lack as we as we often say. And the thing I've picked up recently was that there's a, a, a definite a definite turn in you know, the general feeling of those local economists where they actually also now start to see what's happening and you know start to actually say, listen, the the writing is on the wall. We've got big issues here, and if we don't do this, do something to this. As from a public's perspective, we're going to be in the slumps sooner rather than later. Yes, I mean, I, I like people being proudly South African because, as I said, this BBC journalist is a very a lover of, of South Africa and, to a lesser extent, Africa. But on the other hand, you've got to be realist. And you, as a South African, you're obviously a South African. You've also got to be a realist when you're handling other people's money because that's what you're doing, Rowan, at Brentus Wealth. You are handling other people's money. And you can be as proud as you like. You can watch the Springboks and hope they win the Rugby World Cup, uh, which they probably will. Uh, but on the other hand, you've got to say, unfortunately, that is where my loyalty ends, or, or rather that's one of the places where it ends. Do you see what I mean? That's, yeah, once again, spot on, Lindsay. And uh, I think there's, there's many strings to pull, in a, you know, in a, in a personal finance perspective as to where you, you know, where you can live under the sun and where you can invest your money. And I think that's what we're saying. We're not pessimistic about South Africa as a country. We just feel that there's big pressures on our growth, on our local economy, and that that's got a big impact on on, on the entire generation and population of people that has to retire, you know, within ten to or twenty or thirty years with, with with savings and local investments. And if the picture paints a certain picture or a certain image to us, and we can see the the, the warnings, we get paid to to give people investment and financial advice. And if we are paying, we we don't play open cards. I mean, the, we we use the integrity in, in the entire in the entire conversation. And we are we've always said that as soon as the scenario on local fronts change and, and things look on the upside, whether it be the ANC is out of power or whatever, this could start to manage their capacity at least, or if there's, if there's just a couple of major economic factors that, that turns green instead of red, we'll be the first people to, to say, listen, there's investment opportunities locally, there's good companies on the horizon, we'll bring capital back immediately. But as for now, that's simply not the case, and we, you can't be convinced otherwise. I mean, if you can't see the red lights all over the show, I mean, I think you're just turning a blind eye. So what do we do? What do you do at Brentus when one of your investors listens to this uh, podcast and they phone you up and say, I just listened to you uh, speaking to Lindsay Williams. What do you suggest? I'm potentially a new investor at Brentus Wealth. 
What is your advice to them? You say, don't give up on South Africa. But on the other hand, we've gone from 500 to 300 when it comes to listings. We get these uh, trading statements. There was one from a particular retailer, which I won't mention in the last few days, which was horrible. And the, the share price fell 15% on the day. So what is your solution at Brenthurst Wealth in order to ameliorate the problems that South Africa has been facing for decades now? Yeah, Lindsay, I think, you know, you rightly mentioned out, pointed out now that uh, I can't remember when I, when I last read or listened to South African listed companies' uh, financial statement releases where there's been anything positive. And if you go through the statements and you go and have a look at what the, the you know, the big, the top management stipulates as the reason for, for, the, for the poor performance, uh, you know, it's a, it's a clear picture. There's, there's a certain boxes that's ticked, that tick, that's being ticked on every single financial release. And, and I think that just, you know, further drives down the, you know, the pressure on, on, on the local consumer. But yeah, I think our advice is, is in general for clients to, to look as, as how far as possible they can externalize their assets and get assets out of the country while still staying in, you know, in South Africa, um, offshore your, your investment portfolio, liquidate some of your local assets to a certain extent as far as you can, and you're still, you're still able to, do, to go about as normal in South Africa whilst you know, you're making your money overseas. And even if the, if the situation were, were to be otherwise, and South Africa's growth factors for all the right reasons, we would still advise you know, our, our clients to, to take money offshore and invest in, in, in various global economies because this, every, every economy moves in, in, in cycles and you don't want to be caught up into a single cycle and, and being flushed down with, you know, with, all the, with all the negativity. So, so even if things were to look positive again, we'll still advise on, on, on investing in South Africa should that happen. But, but even then, I think it's just the fool's game to, to try and keep all your eggs in one basket and think, you know, you'll, you'll come out on top. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. Here we are, last quarter of the year. And uh, from our little pre-chat before we started this podcast, Ruan, it almost feels as though you're looking forward to the end of the year. Because if you look at the uh, the performance of the major JSC indices and even the overseas indices as well, some of the overseas indices, uh, indices have also been fairly pressurized. You must be looking forward to the end of the year, I think. Yes, no, for various reasons, Lindsay. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think the one thing that's that's still a, a concern for me personally, and what I, with, we also see at Rentist is, like I said at the beginning of the conversation, there's a lot of local economists and market analysts that starting to to warn the public on South Africa, and those guys now start to also to also uh, throw out the the warning signs. Then I think you should know that cliff is not as far as, as we thought it would be. And I think one of the biggest concerns for us going forward is the currency, the rand dollar. We were under immense pressure for the last six months, um, trading at 19 rand 30 at the moment. And there's big, there's big talks that there's a, a strong possibility that we might turn around the 25 rand a dollar. Uh, during 2024, and I, I know that's a, a long shot, Ouch. but given the, the current state of affairs, I think I think there's a real risk in that happening. And I think we're sitting with a, with a quite a big of a debt issue at the moment, and I think that drives the rand volatility at the moment. And obviously, from South Africa's perspective, we'll pay on other fronts as well for that. Our fuel is just shot through the roof. Um, it's increasing by another rand, rand 
80 by this evening. So I think the pressure is 100% still squarely on the local consumer. Yeah, I think we can buckle up for a pressurised last quarter. Okay, okay. Contact your financial advisor and take some advice from your financial advisor is is my advice, limited as it is. Ruan, thank you very much for your very insightful, but also a little bit disturbing insight. Ruan Britt is from Brenta's Wealth, and that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenta's Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company.